Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the Llama Drama Podcast. I think this is actually our 30th episode, <gasps> can you believe it? You're here with myself, Dan of BeyondSims.com and... Rachie Bob from YouTube.com forward slash Rachie Bob and... Luke the Plumball from hey! The Plumball! Yeah! Yay! <laughs> welcome back! <laughs> It's not lovely it's to been... be back. It feels like ages ago since we last did it in March. And it's, it's lovely you to were be back. last here days before the world went insane. Yeah, <laughs> and so then we're look at us now. It's been a journey since then. Yeah, so. we're hoping this like finishes the insaneness of the world. This is, this is the cure to the pandemic. Yeah, the cap on this the bottle. The, the... <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. How have you been, Luke? I mean, as good as I can be, given the circumstances. Yeah, I feel like I've taken up a bit too many hobbies and what I should have done. Um, <laughs> but yeah, besides that, it's just trying to keep myself occupied and, well, same as everyone, keep ourselves occupied in this strange world we're living in at the moment. Yep. Oh, yeah. Well, in terms of being occupied, has The Sims 4 Paranormal stuff been keeping you occupied? To a degree, yes. Um, <laughs> I have very many opinions about The Sims 4 Paranormal, um, but I'll probably go into the good side um, to start with. Um, as a stuff pack, it's actually quite decent, as in, like, what we get in it. Because I kind of mm. thought, look back at, like, obviously our first stuff pack we ever had, and, like, there's so much content in this one, it could have really been a game pack, in a way, because you think yeah. we've got interactive objects, we've got new careers, we've got new events. Like, it's crazy in that terms of things. Mm. But, like, when it gets to the nitty-gritty i was a bit like oh, okay that that that's all like yeah did you want me to go into the negative straight away <laughs> yeah go straight there why not go i do for it. go wild <laughs> okay we'll go straight in i i felt no positivity here <laughs> <laughs> it's llama I... drama <laughs> <laughs> we'll get into the llama drama of paranormal so long story short i felt beyond lost and did not know where to start because yeah, i feel same. like Beyond Sims Lost. Yeah, yeah, Beyond Sims it's Lost. Like, it's so story heavy, this p stuff pack, as in, because, you know, you've got you've got this whole, like, new um, skill, isn't it, with um, related to ghosts, and then you level that up, mm. and then you get into the career and stuff like this. And it's the fact that there's just no guidance. You get thrown in, and, it, you know, it advertises that new um, house yeah. lot, and then you don't know where to go from oh. there. Don't I get didn't, me started on yeah, that. Yeah, I didn't even get advertised the house lot until the second time I played. Oh and oh I, I was like, well, I don't really know. Like, if Dan had said to me, you changed the house a lot to the haunted house, I wouldn't have known oh. about that. Yeah. I didn't. It was constantly calling me to go to Batu, And I was like, no, I'm trying yeah. to experience <laughs> the paranormal. <laughs> and that, like you say, it was just totally not... There was no guidance whatsoever. And I, I, I obviously... I want it to be for longevity. I don't want to experience everything straight away. But when you've just bought a new pack, you would like it to at least pop up and say, hey, this is the new pack. This is what it's got in it. And here's where you find it. Yeah, mm. that, that, that's the first thing I did. I literally went into lessons because I thought, well, this is a bit of a different pack. Maybe they've just put something in here to tell me how on earth I'm meant to get started. But no, nothing at all was there. Really? And... And that haunted house, it, I actually got the pop-up, thankfully. But when I placed it down in Willow Creek, it did not set itself as a haunted house. Oh. And it's just like, well, what's the point of that? Surely 
it's meant that's the purpose of this house yeah. and the purpose of this pack. Yeah, I had the exact same problem. And I think I found what it was in the end. You could either change it like you would with a house lot trait. Or, you know, when you have a drop down and it says unfurnished or furnished, there's a new section mm. what allows you to have it be haunted. And I didn't realize, realize until the second time round of placing it down. I was like, oh, that's why. But like, again, it's just the lack of guidance. and You're just thrown in at the deep end, just, you know, hoping to find find out what is new. And I think as well, like I it's it's kind of quite a testament to the fact that I looked at like your content, Rachel, and I looked at a few other YouTubers reviews just to find out what in the hell I was supposed to do because mm. I had no clue. Mm. And it's, yeah. it, it shouldn't be like that, really. I, I think it, I, I don't know whether a lot of it is to do with the fact that, you know, stuff packs haven't been very gameplay focused. And it's been, you know, like a new object with new interactives. You know, I'm thinking of like um, when we had uh, washing machines and stuff like that was pretty, you know, you could figure it out for yourself. But because this one is very story heavy, it needs guidance because otherwise you have no clue what to do. Yeah, no, that's so true. And I I found it a bit silly in the haunted house. I mean, not Dr. Ashley's fault at all. And I thought the house that she built was amazing. And actually on the live stream, they said she had to build it without the stuff from the stuff bag which oh, yeah. i thought was ridiculous oh, wow. so she didn't actually know what how it was gonna be like she designed it and put it together but then they placed as i understand it they would then go in and replace the stuff with the stuff from the stuff pack but the, they didn't put a seance table in there i don't like yeah it, well, that's it, one upstairs what is there there's one upstairs so yeah. what okay then i was like what the heck where is the seance table i didn't see upstairs but there we go but it's not obvious that's the thing that's not obvious and then i, I didn't thought it'd think be it was that at bit, first either yeah that bit downstairs the with the table in i was like why isn't mm. this a seance table and i couldn't fit the yeah. seance table oh my in god there. i had to put it that's literally what i did i put it in the back garden because i didn't realize i was one upstairs yeah <laughs> Okay, I'm going. I'm not the only one. <laughs> and my my son was sitting there in the rain trying to summon <laughs> some ghosts. So, so I have done the same. And then I went and I was like, oh, oh, it's that table. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And then when I got to level five of the medium skill, I was drawing seance circles and couldn't do anything with them. Like I just <laughs> I just had loads of circles on the floor and they couldn't. I couldn't seem to click on them. I mean, obviously, like, someone who's played it a while be like, oh, it's obvious you meant to do that. But the fact is that we've been playing The Sims a long time and we launched it and had no idea. And also, mm. if we're, like, Game Changers getting it early and we have no people ahead of us who have, obviously, the gurus know how the game works, but they're not there to answer our questions when you've got a short embargo, then you like i first of all i don't know how we can then explain things to the world so i saw like fantasia had put a a tweet out saying something about um bernhilda being human and asking a question really but everybody expected her to know the answer because she had early access but the early access is so small and there's no guidance in the game there's no guidance outside of the game yet because it doesn't exist so you literally don't know what you're doing or what's in there. You have to dig for it's, it. It's a very weird feeling when you can't Google the answers, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I, for some reason, I remember when we... Uh, this is a, a big throwback now, but eight years ago, yes, eight years ago, when we were at the SimCity event, Rachel, I remember... Um, oh, that's when we met about this time eight years ago, actually. It was Aww. in January. Um, oh, I know. Um, 
but I remember I remember then being like, how on earth do I do this? And I start I remember then I was like, I was trying to go- I started googling and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Nobody actually knows. This game's not released, yeah. and it's so difficult. Yeah, it isn't. But when the game itself isn't teaching you, then mm. you, there's nowhere to source that information. It should be sourceable within the game, and it, when you don't even know where to dig, and you're literally just doing the same thing over and over on the seance table just to get to the highest level, just to get Bonehilda, just to look at her, like that's it. Just becomes very repetitive. I actually thought the pack was really good and delivered a lot more than yeah. the stuff pack, yeah. but it was still repetitive and ruined by the base game. Yeah, mm. totally agree. No, absolutely. I think, and I think that's the weird thing with this, isn't it? It's very inconsistent. Like Luke was saying, luxury party stuff, obviously that was the first one, but that was just a turd. It was awful. <laughs> and he had like crap kitchen and all this stuff. And now we've got this pack, which actually, you know, has quite a lot for a stuff pack, is quite good, but it's kind of like this, it feels like a game pack. Yeah. But then you then get things like, what was it? Um... What was that island pack? I I not is it island living or was that yeah or was it no island paradise island living that was century island living <laughs> um and but that one felt like a game pack and then you've got like you know it's just a game packs feel like expansion packs it's just all got very big like I think they're having a bit of a crisis with what these packs should be called <laughs> yeah, yeah they're, they're kind of blurring the lines so much like I I definitely love that a game pack, uh, sorry, a stuff pack would have a lot more in it, but by making it not just stuff, it makes the lines so blurred that you don't really know where mm. you stand with the content that you get in. Yeah. Do you know what yeah. I mean? It's not just stuff. It's 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 just a pack. It's just gameplay and all sorts of stuff now. Yeah, and then are you so... suffering on the stuff that you get in? Yeah. yeah. It's all a bit. Yeah, yeah I feel like I've, I learned the most out of watching that live stream that they actually did. Mm, that um, was so good. Like, that was on your recommendation. I saw your tweet because usually um, I watch them like a few days later, and it wasn't until I watched that I realized I've missed so much in this stuff pack. Like, yeah. I think that is obviously testament to the fact that there's no guidance, and obviously they've put so much into it, and you don't quite realize it until, you know, you see it obviously and clearly um when they do actually show it on the live stream because it was like some of the objects like i completely missed some of it some of the features and i didn't well admittedly i didn't work out what the career was until a few days ago and i didn't even realize it existed no until i, I didn't that live stream i didn't either and that yeah. i think they're doing themselves a There's disservice and yeah a paranormal yeah. investigation career freelance career oh. And that's it. I didn't know it was there. I'd finished up my playing. I'd written my blog. And then I'd seen, oh, there's this this career. And I thought, my goodness, I had no idea. And then when they show you how you can get it different ways, you can get it and all the hidden stuff. And I love that there's more depth to it. Like I said, I don't want to see everything initially. But I I think they're doing themselves a disservice by not having it, um, like, pop up in some way to instigate you seeing the new stuff because then like if i was an average player buying it on steam and i bought the pack and then i was like oh well i didn't do anything what review are you gonna leave (laughs) it's not gonna be a good Mm. one is it yeah no it's it's a bit of a odd one i I don't know it's a I, I don't know. <laughs> what do we think of Bernhilda? Oh my god! Don't get me started. Very, very. <laughs> I am. I must say. 
Yeah. I am fuming about, uh, uh, you know, everyone loves a bit of Bone Hilda in their life. And especially because you've been like posting a lot of Sims 1 stuff. I was like, oh, she's back. It's going to be great. Going to be knocking on her coffin. It's going to be good. <laughs> and, um, and then I was hunting through the catalogue, like, where the hell is her oh, coffin? There was no, yeah. co- no coffin. And I was like, right, what have they done? So I nat- then obviously lack of guidance. I was like, oh, I guess you have to ring her then, knowing The Sims 4. She's going to show one up like the maid does. And um, obviously not there either. Then realised you had to summon her in, which I'm not happy with. I don't like that. It seems like a cheap way of her coming back. Um, and when she shows up... All she's doing is grinding up against you. Mm. It's like you're in a nightclub and you've got someone <laughs> grinding beside you trying to get your attention. It's all she does. She's just a, a bit frustrated, I think. It's her equivalent of push-ups, I think. <laughs> like, <laughs> what can she do? Ju- She'll stand there and I drink w- water <laughs> and gyrate. <laughs> I, I, wish, I wish there was I, like a way I could do a visual here, but like, what she's, do- she's just doing a stu- that stupid dance where she's like thrusting towards the floor with her hands waving around. Yeah. And it's just like, what What have they, like, what have they done? Like, that isn't what she was like. Yeah, yeah. that's it. It's not her character, is it? Yeah. No, it's just, you've brought a skeleton maid, called it Bone Hilda, and you've you gave it a bit of a whack personality. Yeah, it does yeah. sort of feel like they just reused the skeleton, what was in um, the Jungle Adventure, and they've literally just, yeah. you know, given it an outfit, and that's it. Because it, it behaves in a similar way. And also, I think, because there was so much community expectation for Bone Hilda, especially given all the stuff that, like, Plum- Plumbella was rallying for her to come back and stuff like this, and, you know, it had a community hype behind it, and it was just so anticlimactic when she did arrive because like you say i did the exact same thing i went through searching for um her coffin because i thought back to you know playing the sims 3 supernatural and such like i was like oh that's the way to get her and then when you do eventually find a way to you know get her and summon her you're like well what was the point in that effort and that work because i could have done something else because she she doesn't do a lot and it's Mm. sad she she literally just stood there pulling food out of herself like yeah (laughs) (laughs) that's so true it's like she kind of solidifies the fact that The Sims 4 is not for legacy players. It's not for people that played The Sims 3 the long time. It's like a cutesified, that's not a word, packaged version for kids. Do you know, do you know what I mean? Like, it's mm. just not and, for the same and audience. And maybe it's part of that blur between the packs. It could be because it's a stuff pack and they, you know, they had to work out what was more worth it having her a coffin or something else and mm. in that case just like well I'd rather you just bring, bring it back properly mm. um, like you know you were showing all the detail that like, I didn't even know like if the Grim Reaper shows up Bone Hilda's there like asking for an autograph and then <laughs> in, in your other picture in The Sims 4 she, she doesn't care that he's even there <laughs> she didn't care yeah. at all <laughs> yeah I, feel, so I thought the just... same as well I don't know whether a lot of what was in the pack was acted as a compromise because I think especially with the career like they could have had it featured as a complete new live career but it's not it's hidden in between the freelancer and it's just a bit like like you say like I don't know whether it was just a compromise because it was a stuff pack and the whole fact that the lines are blurred so then it does make you wonder whether this could have just been a game pack and they could have done what they wanted to do and what we wanted you know Mm. but yeah Maybe. And, and I think, you know, it's cool they've done all these things. Like, it's not a bad pack. Like, mm. In terms of the packs, I'm actually there, like, actually, this is quite a fun idea. I had, I've actually had quite a lot of fun with it. Yeah. But it's just, obviously, because it's a stuff pack, you're kind of like, there's so much, it could have been so much better, um, yeah. you know, well, th- th- than it was. Like, it's a really random topic as well. 
like everyone thought it was going to be Happy Haunts from the um, survey, which Nifty Knitting won, which I think, well, surely they're not going to go down every single tiny detail on that survey because what was the point in one of them winning if you're going to do everything off the survey anyway? But mm. uh, it that had the Grim Reaper career, which people would have absolutely loved. So maybe that's why they didn't want to push the career they actually put in. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, there's a lot of stuff that this what annoys me about. Like, it, they know what we want, and they. I don't know why they're not doing it. <laughs> I, I it just feels like maybe they can't. Maybe just the way Sims Four's built. Yeah. Budget like games cost more to make now. Like maybe there's just so many people well, want obviously they're remote work it like who knows and working on the sims 5 seamless link hey. oh, i love that i love that transition <laughs> thanks <laughs> <laughs> but but no it sounds like that i mean that is the the rumor mill at the moment and you know we've set, spoke about sims 5 probably since we started this podcast um but there's a lot of jobs coming up now which are very generic about the sims very much about you know working on new systems create a sim you know just defining the style and um which obviously heavily implies sims 5 yeah and haven't they they've said they're working on it now haven't they or have i just i think in a financial like you know one of the quarterly um you know uh, yeah. result calls yeah well they'll be doing one of those soon weren't they um well, not yeah. soon, but like March, April time. Yeah, no, absolutely. So it'll be interesting to see if they mention anything because I think just the bit I find weird is how, you know, Sims 1 to Sims 2, that was four years, well, almost five. Um, Sims 2 to Sims 3, five years. Sims 3 to Sims 4, again, that we had, we got, we were confirmed that Sims 4 existed in 2013. And then it came out 2014. So again, quite a small gap. And then Sims Sims 4 just seems to still be going on. And they've only just seems to be putting something together for Sims 5. It's just very weird. Mm. Unless they had to keep resources on the base game for longer because it was a mess. But Yeah, it does sort of feel like because it's it's come so late, like timeline-wise compared to previous games, that The Sims 4 is going to be around for another couple of years. Like, it's not going to go anywhere. <laughs> like, it, uh, and especially, I think that's also testament to the sheer amount of advertising they're doing on other social medias and stuff. Um, how yeah. much influencer stuff they are doing and all the K-pop and what we'll go into probably with all the Mac stuff. Like, they, it's not go- disappearing anytime soon. So I think it's the no. fact that this is only just starting, like The Sims 5's development, really, or what we know of anyway. Like, I, it, I don't know if that's a worrying yeah. thing or a really good thing. It's kind of a bit like, I ah. Think, I think Sims 4 is very weird in the sense that when I used to play like Sims 2 and Sims 3, it would be like, like the uncool thing to do, like, oh, you know. Whereas now, I'm you know, just from following a lot of people online and people who, you know, are not like simmers, just, you know, normal everyday folk. Normal people. A lot of people. <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, what is normal? Um, but a lot of people are playing Sims 4. They've got it on their PlayStation. They've got it on their laptop. Um, you know, random people on I'm getting TikTok recommendations from these random folk, and I'm like, who the hell are you? And you're telling me stuff about The Sims, and I'm just like, okay, actually, this is a lot more popular than it was in, in that, like, a lot more people are buying this. Yeah, mm. I think a lot of that 
probably to do with the fact that it went on Steam and that was a long time coming. And also just lockdown, mm. people want to reminisce. They want to find their childhood games and they've seen The Sims 4s like at £5 on Steam. They're going to get it, aren't they? And I think The Sims has found a new audience because of coronavirus. Mm. And it's kind of maybe changed EA's positioning thinking, oh, we've got some more life in this. But Yeah, maybe. <laughs> The horse is limping along. (laughs) Stop beating that horse. (laughs) (laughs) It is dead. (laughs) I think. I mean. I mean, we've said it a million times. I mean, Sims Four had so much potential. It just just hasn't lived up to it. I mean, you know, go to twenty fourteen. It was fun. It was great. It just has not evolved the way it needs to evolve by this point of its life. I keep getting like post-traumatic stress flashbacks to when it launched at Gamescom. And the things that they said, like, oh, we can't we can't put a height slider in, we can't put other heights in because of a content explosion. And sort of thinking, oh, okay. And sort of not knowing what was ahead of us and how limited it was going to be. And like, mm. oh, no, toddlers won't be in it. Oh, no, pools won't be in it. And just, like, hearing... I just keep getting flashbacks to them justifying these things and how we're going to really support modders this time. And now it seems so clear, like, oh, yeah, of course you are, because you're not doing any of it yourself. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, my word. I'm just tired of this whole live service malarkey because... You know, Sims 4 at launch to now, if just just base game is a completely different experience. And obviously Sims 3 was as well. I get that. But at its core, in terms of a lot of the features it had, it was probably still quite comparable. So it's just kind of like, guys, you just need to kind of <laughs> make sure you get it right this time. Yeah, I think, you know, EA need to make sure they allow, obviously it can't go on forever, but you need to get it just, you know, just, just don't fuck it up. <laughs> Can we swear in the podcast? Not sure I like I have. I, don't, I just, I just, just <laughs> realised as I was saying Please it. don't associate me with this um, trash. <laughs> <laughs> trash! <laughs> Sorry. Just because you've known me for eight years Rebel. does not give you the right to insult <laughs> me like that. Oh. Uh, anyway, speaking of trash. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's nice talk about the Mac makeup. <laughs> <laughs> I am living for these transitions. Just keep it going, please. Oh, literally, this is what I live for. <laughs> other show, other shows have like fancy little tunes, instrumentals, and we're just like trash. Here we go. <laughs> so the Sims Four collaborated with Mac and did a makeup palette. Ooh. Oh, what colours will we get? I wonder. Hmm. <laughs> Green, red, blue, Green, vibrancy. Bay. ridiculous shocking i've seen that dragged i've that's been coming up all over um, from outlets i don't follow and not on my sims account i've been seeing people taking the mick out yeah yeah It's, it's, it's crazy how much traction it brought like even without you know the sims community attached to it like it was makeup communities it was many other communities who were just criticizing the Mac collaboration because it was just not a collaboration. It was just get an old palette, slip, you know, slap the Sims 4 logo on it, you know, Bob's your uncle, buy it. It's Literally. like crazy. Well, it's about the effort they put on the Sims 4 in it. So. Yeah, oh. that's their brand. It's, oh, it's like I I watched a few, I, not that I watch makeup review videos daily, but like I watched quite a few of them on the Sims 4 um when the Mac palette came out. And it literally is, it's just a cardboard box around an old palette and the old palette 
has the sticker from when it was released, I think 2017, 2018, <gasps> like same name, same everything. Oh, and then that's when obviously that is... when people dug up um, the old website screenshots of the palette which came out. And it's, wow. I, I want to know what went through their minds because I kind of feel like something contractual probably happened. Like, you know, there's some legality where they had to do something because they put Mac in The Sims 4. But you compare it to like other things we've had, like, you know, with like ASOS and The Sims Mobile and The Sims 4, like yeah. that, they put some, you know, proper effort into what they did with that and it was what people wanted and it was really good and w- what went through their minds doing this really like who who was going to buy it <laughs> i don't know who signed off on it but it's mm-hmm. it's just a shame isn't it because sims is all about you know expressing yourself you know creativity random things and fun so you think you know you would envision all of these really cool fun colors relating to the sims with like names to reflect that as mm-hmm. well like you know, you know what I mean. You could have like a, a Bella Goth red and Plum Bob green and all these, you know, all these cool things. Yeah, and yeah. it was the fact the community came up with far better concepts, like you say, with like yeah. all these colours and designs and like doing like a Plum Bob sort of shaped palette and stuff like this. And you're like, what went through their minds, really? Like, it's it, it's the fact that they're not even the same colours as the ones which were in the game. You know, because they were quite extravagant colours, weren't they, really? In what they were put in The Sims yeah. 4. They, they don't even match. <laughs> it's like, no. why? Oh. Yeah, how cool would it be if they'd have matched what they actually put in the game? Like, there's, there's so many ideas that are easy to come by. I don't know how they would land on what they did and think that that was a good idea. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, honestly, who knows? And I feel bad. I feel like, you know, I feel like... Don't feel bad. <laughs> but, <laughs> I, it all comes from a place of love. It, it really does. It's like, it, it really is tough love what we give on this podcast. Uh, yeah, I mean, th- but there's like, there's only so much we can take. And <laughs> the things like that are absolutely not okay. It's not yeah, okay it's not for companies to do that and to expect people to buy it. And some people will have bought it just because they want to keep up with their memorabilia or support them. And it's really sad that two companies would take advantage of people like that in such a lazy way. Yeah, especially given the circumstances as well. It's not exactly like we're living our best lives exactly. at the moment, and money-wise yeah. especially. And I'm not sure how much it is, but like you know, Mac isn't exactly cheap, is it? I it's think like, it was 30 quid, it's I just, think. And then for what you get... Oh, I don't know what makeup costs. Is that good? Is that bad? Uh, it's not, no, because it was trash. <laughs> it should have been $1.99 or in the pound shop. <laughs> a pound. Ooh, probably sit in TK Maxx before we know it, won't we? And then we'll all probably pick oh, it up yeah, then. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. That, oh my god, can't wait for that. Ugh. It's a bit easy to spot. The box it looks like a bit of an eyesore, doesn't it? So yeah, yeah. it's just don't know what went through oh, their minds. Really don't. And you you think in a way the they'd, they'd learnt their lesson from you know with like Star Wars and no one liked that brand deal, even though we did. Like no one else did like it. So you'd think they maybe have learnt their lesson, but. Evidently I know not. these no. random decisions that they're making that they just pop up all over the place, like for collaborating with this person, doing this, or doing that, just all kinds of stuff going on. Yeah. And it, it's just so random. That's a, there's no like consistency anymore. What are we doing? Why are we still here? Why? <laughs> Why are we still here? <laughs> Identity crisis. Yeah. 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 It's having a midlife crisis. Oh, hopefully it's not midlife and it goes on for another six years. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Six more years of The Sims 4. Oh, stop. Imagine. <laughs> oh. 
That'd be a controversial oh. blog post. I'll put that on my list. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I'm waiting for your next transition, Rachel. Take it away. Um, speaking of wishes, <laughs> which we weren't. <laughs> no, that was more um, fears. <laughs> Let's talk about Sims Mobile now. Um, I published a blog post. We were talking about a blog. There we go. Um, and it was about every year I talk about like things that I want to see in The Sims Mobile, and some of them appear, some of them don't. Some of them we've been asking for. I think most of us ask for the same things in these games. Um, and on my Sims Mobile list, I had things like, hmm, let me see. You've got uh, twenty-five things on there. Have I? Oh gosh. Okay. Let's <laughs> less less paid packs because I think we get a lot of those. Mm-hmm. Less repetitive gameplay, more stories. I really would like to see it go back to how it was around the launch days. Really, less of a repetitive event-based pay-to-win game and more of a Sims game. What do you guys think? Yeah, I I completely agree, to be honest. Like, it does feel like every update, there is a lot of paid content. And I know this is a mobile game, and I know that's how mobile games work. But it really shouldn't be that everything depends on money, because it really, you know, disadvantages players who don't want to splash the cash, because it is a lot of money for some of the stuff they are charging. Um, But I do sort of feel like it does need to go back to the days where it was, like when we first started playing it with The Sims Mobile. Um, Because Mm -hmm. there really hasn't, been any careers any new hobbies any well anything along those lines of stories in a very long time yeah um i'm just thinking of more connection yeah like off the top of my head i think the last i might be wrong saying this but the last career i vividly remember is when we got the hairdresser um but that was just like Mm. an addition onto a lot we already had Um, yeah and that that's got a lot of um stories in that one place yeah exactly and i i think it just needs that kind of like expansion like the stuff we have already like add to it and just give players what they want in terms of stories so they can actually you know do what they want to do in the sims which is tell stories long story short um Mm. but like other wishes i do think um just generally parties need need an overhaul um the reason i say that is i see it all the time with people on twitter when they face so many problems with trying to run parties and a lot of people use it to um you know share their content talk to people make friends and like i'm part of other discords Mm. channels which you know they organize weekly parties and they all you know talk to each other through that and they trade um you know their sims they've got and stuff like that and i think it's a real missed opportunity that they're not you know giving the players what they want in terms of parties and just interactivity because i I, sorry i I was just thinking as well like you think back to when the sims first um the sims mobile first announced like so much of its trailer was focused on the chat feature and parties and it's, you've just stole literally what I was going to say. Oh, no, sorry. <laughs> that was such a big thing. Sorry. No, that's great. No, we're, we're in sync. I love, I love it. it. <laughs> but it, 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 oh it does God. feel weird that they've just distanced themselves from what made the game good to start with. Like, that's yeah. not to say stuff they've added since then has been bad because it had, you know, the stuff they have included has been really, really good. I'm thinking of like um, the treasure hunt when that first came out. Like, everyone loved that because it was something so different. Um, but mm. I just off the top of my head, like other things I would like to see more ambitiously in The Sims Mobile is obviously pets because everyone pets. wants that. Like, yes. 
I, I just I just want to create a pet feature in The Sims Mobile because it would they could yeah. do so many different things. And you think about how many green spaces there are in the game. Like you could do like events which are just you know they're where their treasure hunt goes. Like you could do like dog training ones and stuff like that. Yeah. Like there's lots of nice little things you could add on and even add you know stories. But I I know again that's quite ambitious in a way. Um, but the only other thing I can think of is just making it less tappy if that's the right way to describe yeah. it exactly it, so tappy and repetitive and especially how i know they've kind of made it a bit better in the sense you don't have to press the check mark anymore but again it's still just as tappy as it once was it's just yeah <laughs> it's just making it more like what the sims 4 is like in in terms of gameplay style yeah just like mm. more family connections like connecting with your sims because at the moment my sims are just machines to get objects yeah and they have no life i don't even bother like i used to care about my family tree and care about the families and the houses they live in now i literally just have a house that has it's a square room that has items in it that i need for wumples and that's it <laughs> yes and they're wearing the most ridiculous yeah. outfits because i i just can't even be bothered anymore yeah, no, it is very... Whenever I try to get back into it, I just find, right, tap, 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 right, off to work you go, da 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 da, da right, okay, bye. And it's just tap, tap, repeat, tap, tap. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's it's a shame. And I don't feel the need to, like, replace my Sims. And I, I guess some people won't want to do that, but, like, or, you know, try to continue my family because I'm like, well, I get no benefit of doing that. Um, and I think one thing I saw on your article, actually, Rachel, is death. Yes. I really wish they bring back the Grim Reaper. Yes. Yeah. That'd yeah. be so good. So much. I mean, he used to lurk around on my lot once I got rid of him, so that was really <laughs> Oh, yeah, I just think about so he, but, but, but he is in the game, because people used to be like, oh, my God, what on earth? Why is death lurking around when I was doing videos? And I'd be like, Hans, I don't know. He's just stuck here. <laughs> but, um, like, that used to, obviously, I get why he was gone, because, like, you'd literally play it for one day, come back a week later, sorry, your Sims are dead. They're all old now. Um... But bring him back, like, have an option when you when you get rid of your sims at, you know, death or something, or mm. you get, you know, a reason for that, or bring, just bring him back at Halloween, do something. Yeah, like, just use your characters. Right? Like, why, if, you know, the features must still be in there somewhere. Yeah, yeah that's what I don't understand about why they didn't make it snow-covered at Christmas, because yeah. it's, it's there, it was there the, the first year, so where is it? Someone find that file and stick it back in, please. <laughs> Honestly, I mean, who knows? It's just really bizarre. I, should, I think that's the thing. It's kind of they've had a lot of new things, but still at its core, it just needs. It still needs a bit more of a. It needs to be just brought up a bit more. I feel like um, instead of just like, oh, here's some new furniture. Here's a new quest. Oh, you know, here's a new lot for you, which is all great stuff. It's just need. We just need a bit more now. Yeah, no, definitely. It's needs to go back to its roots. I think. Yeah. Mm. Agree. Yeah, find the best of both. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. it's. I think that's it for Sims Mobile because we're. Well, we've had our December, well January update, haven't we? Where everything, where we got Christmas stuff in January, <laughs> which <Yeah>. was great. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to spend five days cranking out things for Christmas cards? No, not really. Thanks. No. Um, <laughs> Pass that now. <laughs> but yeah, so we had that, which was after we spoke last time and we've had treasure hunts and whatnot but we've also just recently been given the free play update which is all rustic weddings 
I saw the wedding. Um, was it? I think I saw like a trailer or something for it, and that made yeah. it quite fun. Oh, they they always do such great stuff, don't they? With such intense detail and things on free mm. play. Every time, yeah, it, it looks good. I was watching your videos actually while I was eating my dinner, Rachel. <laughs> learning all about learning all about the updates. Oh, cute. Thank you. I couldn't recite what's in them, so I'll let you do that. <laughs> well, I think it's just a, another Influence Island and a Sim chase. This is what worries me, though, when I see... Because the Sims free play obviously has the same things over and over. Like, they've got the new Influence Island and they're doing the Sim chase things and they do their live events and their quests. But it's... That feels exactly how that game should be. Yeah. And I think mobile is getting that exact same format uh, whereas that's not how it's supposed to be we always promised that mobile would stay as it was and it wouldn't change to being just the same as free play and i feel like it is changing to be like that no i I feel the same i feel the exact same it does like you say the whole repetitive aspect works for the sims free play and i don't know whether that's because you've got you know the map is far bigger you can get lots more sims comparative mm. to the sims mobile and it doesn't feel like a, world, a burden it? because you can have like x amount of sims doing the event but then you can still do more storytelling based things with other sims or don't have to do the event like that's quite yeah. good but it does at the same time like you say worry me as well with the fact that the sims mobile is going that way um mm. i don't know whether that is just because you know that's what mobile games are, are like now and it has to go that way as if that's the right way to say it but like yeah yeah it does it, it feels I, I don't know how else to explain it it's just like it works for the sims free play but it doesn't so much for the sims mobile yeah it does worry me that is that a side effect of fire monkeys having it is that what they know how to do or mm. could they like is it only when maxis has it that it will be that game that it was yeah it, i see what you it's mean worrying i guess one nice thing though with free play is the fact that they implement player feedback quite swiftly as in like mm. um i was seeing on twitter quite a few of the sim gurus were going look we asked you i can't remember when it was but sometime last year what you wanted for weddings and here it is a few months later like that's really nice <laughs> mm. really good yeah yeah they are they are the legends the uh, fire monkeys team i do i do love them lots yeah, yeah. they are very good um and next next month we have a birthday a seamless transition mm. i love it thanks <laughs> not from <laughs> weddings to birthdays uh, <laughs> there we go <laughs> all of sims. life celebrations <laughs> the sims is turning 21 not the sims 4 Us? that's only six it feels like 21 but <laughs> the sims itself is turning 21 so how amazing is that will we get another hot tub probably oh my god could you imagine what i'm so i'm so cross about that 20th birthday still um <laughs> such a shame that was um guys what what was your first sims memory uh, put you on the spot here this wasn't in the agenda no. <laughs> mine mine was uh, i've told it before but i was playing uh, in bob newbie's house and my sister was in the room and i said will you please look after my sims while i go for a bath why i didn't just pause it i don't know but she so she said she would and i mean i must have been 
I don't know. She's 11 years younger than me and I was living at home, so I must have been under 18. So she would have been quite young, uh, not old enough to play The Sims. And maybe this is why when I came back, there was a house fire. She just turned the laptop to me and looked at me and just went, I'm so sorry. (laughs) And the whole house. But then she just couldn't stop laughing because the whole house on fire and he's just in the middle like in The Sims 1, the screaming during fires, and, and it takes children, it doesn't care. And they're all just like, ah! Like, oh. and, and I was just like, oh, put it out, put it out. She's just too, she can't do it because she's laughing too hard. <laughs> so I'm not sure how sorry she really was. But um, yeah, that's my first memory of The Sims. That, that's Great quite games. a first memory. Yeah. <laughs> What's that's yours, gold. Luke? Well, in the whole, like, I'm thinking back now, the, the earliest me- memory I have is my dad playing SimCity 2000 on the PlayStation. It must have been the first PlayStation at the time. Uh, but that's like the earliest memory I have of a Sims game. And then besides that, it would have again been Sims 1 on the PC. But I can't remember in what context. I just remember seeing it and playing it on our very old computer at the time. Um but yeah, I just feel like feel my earliest memory I have really is yeah, SimCity, my dad playing it and me trying to get involved and probably messing it up, but who knows. But yeah, <laughs> not not as drastic as yours. I wish I had something to live up to now. <laughs> I feel I feel a bit bad. I'm sure following. you had your moments. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just holding right. them back. <laughs> Honestly. The, the, the spontaneity of Sims 1 with all that happening. It was, Sims 4, you can walk away for five hours and they're still standing. Yeah. <laughs> just um, doing, doing <laughs> some sit-ups, drinking the water, they don't care. <laughs> I, I, th- I mean, I, I remember like finding Sims 1 and SimCity 3000 in our computer desk at home. Like, we had like, slots we could put all your CD drive, CD-ROMs and stuff. And um, I remember... I think the thing that I remember, a few just random things, more so than early memory, is I had no idea about cheat codes. Um, we had no internet either, so I couldn't find out about cheat codes. Um, because I wanted to live in the biggest house that you had at the top of the neighbourhood, with like the pool and all that, um, I got the goth family and literally sold everything they owned. Anything you could sell, I sold. I went to every <laughs> single house in the neighbourhood and sold all the windows, all the doors, all the plants. So literally, it I literally devastated the neighbourhood and finally moved into the <laughs> house but had no money for any furniture or anything for them to live. So um, basically I ruined it all um, <laughs> to reinstall the game. Um, and I think the other thing it has ta- it taught me um, was that you can't leave babies at home alone because the babies, I think, just used to scream and scream and scream. And... Yeah, child services took it away because all my Sims went to work. Oh, and it was actually quite quite devastating, actually. Yeah, it it's 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 a crazy Sims one is so good, and when you go back to the, it, so much going on and like honestly, the, oh, and some of the sounds and all that. I remember when yeah. you get like a burglar. Oh my god, I rem- oh this is brought. I I literally remember the burglar sound playing. And it freaked me out, like, <laughs> so much. I had to pause the game, and literally, I, I remember sitting in front of the computer, like, crapping my pants, like, terrified. Oh, it wasn't good. It wasn't good. I literally had to build, because I was so scared then of, like, burglars showing up in the game. I literally put, like, a wall at all entry points of the lot, like, in all four oh. corners with burglar alarms on them. Oh. oh. <laughs> so that they get caught straight away. 
That was a great game. Good memories. And as part of that, it's actually Will Wright's birthday as well um, a few days ago as of recording this, which is quite exciting. He is the, for those that don't know, maybe some of the uh, newer folk, he was actually the designer behind things like SimCity, The Sims, Spore, and one of the founders of Max's. Um, I think he might have been like 61, if I just, hang on. 61 on the 20th of January, so that's nice. Happy birthday, Will. I wonder what he thinks. I wonder what he thinks of uh, all these games now. Oh, God knows. I mean, he's working on a new game. He's working on something new. So, you know, when we learn what's cracking there, we will obviously bring you the llama drama on that. <laughs> this is where it's revealed he's actually creating Paralives or whatever it's called. <laughs> oh, my God. That <laughs> I, would I, be... Yeah. Wow. I... I do genuinely wonder, you know, um, Paradox, who made City Skylines, I do generally wonder if they are making a Sims competitor, because they have got Rod Humble, who used to lead the Sims studio and was a big part of Max's for years, um, at the helm of a studio, and they're working on something new. And um, he also went from the Sims, and then he went over to Second Life, which is very similar, Mm. and then he's gone over to... (laughs) The um, way you said that is so funny. Second Life. (laughs) (laughs) Is that how I said it? (laughs) Who do I think I am? (laughs) Sorry. I haven't... I clearly... See, this lockdown means I haven't been infiltrated by the North yet, so... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you need to listen to um, more videos, please. Get an education. I mean, <laughs> the only time that I, I like go into like a northern twang was uh, after like a few drinks. I just start imitating people around me, and I don't think that's appreciated. <laughs> no, it's not. I actually start <laughs> imitating myself with things you say. Like I start found myself going, "Hey up!" <laughs> I'm like, "Why am I doing that?" <laughs> hey up! It's Richie Bop. <laughs> So annoying. Ooh, <laughs> Sorry, I cut you off. You were talking about the um, paradox. Ooh, yeah, so he went to Second Life. <laughs> um, <laughs> and um, from there, he's now at a paradox studio. And um, so I, I think, since they challenged SimCity, obviously, after the bumpy launch, I still love that game, but obviously the launch was a bit naff, um, I think they could be doing a, uh, a Sims challenger oh maybe because it just so hasn't good. happened the, the only thing i can think of that was close to it was this game called um like sing like live live what's it called like singles flirt up your life or something <laughs> obviously had a bit of an, an, an adult nature to it um <laughs> but um that was the closest thing to the sims right well that'd be interesting because i always think city skylines looks a little bit like i don't know clunky in comparison it is it's it's good in the sense of it's got really cool like things and simulation bits like if you build a dam delete it it can then flood things and um obviously the maps are humongous Mm. um and it is quite cool it's just clunky and the ui is just very clunky but i guess it was released on probably on a bit of a low budget um and you know if that was released as sim city they'd be like what on earth you know where's the polish Mm. yeah it's kind um, of got like no. a football manager sort of vibe to it, doesn't it? As in, I don't know how to describe it, but you do not, like you say, with like kind of like the clunky UI. That's like mm. kind of like an association with like what football manager has. It and I think they don't mind it. You know, those those players who have got into it because they haven't had predecessors to compare to, I guess, in a way. Mm. 
Mm. Yeah. No, I think if they do ever do a City Skylines 2, then I think it would be a bit more polished because they've obviously got the money and support behind it now. Yeah. But, um, I mean, I've bought it on PlayStation 4 the other weekend just so I had something new to play. And, um, you know, it's quite good, but like you say, it's just clunky. The UI is just a bit like, okay, this literally looks like you've whipped it up in paint. <laughs> Yeah, that's exactly what it looks like. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, so it's just a bit like that. So, so I mean, if it, if that was Sim City, everyone would be a bit like, um, yeah, I've seen better YouTube co- thumbnails, yeah. mate. <laughs> like this is the thing, but obviously because Sim City had that bumpy launch, everyone's like, oh no, that was bad. It was like up until that bumpy launch, you were all literally buzzing about this game. So you know, yeah. come on, <laughs> come on. Oh, I think we've reached that time in the podcast when we talk about what have we been watching on Netflix. Unbelievably excited. <laughs> so, Luke, what have you been watching? Well, there was two things I noted down I wanted to speak about, and I'll talk about the less interesting one. <laughs> so, um, in, in my opinion, it's equally as good, but I'll talk about the less interesting one, and you'll all see why in a minute. Um, but uh, I've been watching WandaVision, when that came out on Disney Plus yes, three weeks ago, I've and that it, is... Yep. Help, help me out here guys what is wandavision so it's like um do you know who wanda and vision are like marvel wise not a clue okay oh, not, okay it's so not for you. <laughs> yeah <laughs> you might struggle to watch it <laughs> so <laughs> they're they're two characters who are obviously part of the like avengers sort of franchise and one of them vision is technically dead at the moment but we you know we saw him die on screen in the last avengers film um, and then whatever happened to his corpse, who knows? But anyway, um, <laughs> now we've got a new TV show, which is the first Marvel one called WandaVision. And it's Wanda and Vision living out there what would have been married life. But each episode, it's set in a different decade and they use like sitcom conventions from that decade. So we've had the 60s and the 70s um, and actually the 50s so far. But like we've got ones coming up, which are set in the 2000s, which are like, you know, like the office sort of aesthetic where they're like talking to a camera face on. Mm. But at the oh, same cool. time, we don't exactly know why they're in it um, because, well, well, one of them's dead. And then the other <laughs> one, obviously, is they all start kind of like moving things. And it's a bit like Truman Show, like as in some of the characters are like talking behind your back about other things. And then yeah. as soon as a character comes over, they shut up and stuff like this. That's exactly what <laughs> I said. It felt like a Truman Show, but almost like we're in a breakdown as well. Yeah, yeah, because I, I, I have my theories as to what's happened, because, uh, like, well, my brother's a massive Marvel fan, and I've, well, been uh, getting involved in those debates about what exactly is going on, but it's kind of like the first um, piece of media which is going to lead up to, the, like, the next big Avengers films, oh, so and cool. so it's kind of, like, stuff, stuff with, like, X-Men and stuff like this, so, uh, yeah, it's, it's really good, and I think this episode, will, well, at the time of recording now, which is out tomorrow... Um, they're, it's all set in modern day now so we're finding out what exactly is going on and why they're set in like this black and white tv show and stuff like this mm. so um yeah i can't rave enough but the only thing is you do need to have watched the other films and the other tv shows to know what's going on yeah dan it's no good for you no good yeah no i don't have a clue about marvel sorry <laughs> it's just it's just i just love that the, it's just so clever and even if it's not not as a marvel show but just like how they use like old like sitcom conventions in like a very modern way yeah i i, I this might be just me nerding out as a film student but i just love it yeah. <laughs> kind of yeah. even if it wasn't a marvel show the attention to detail and stuff. You can't. You find yourself going, "Oh, is that what's that? Oh, what's that thing?" And then you realise how it's deliberate, and that's how things were. And that, like on the second one, it had like little tinges of yellow, 
And I kept thinking, well, is that meant to be like that? And then you kind of realise that that's how it looked like more in the 70s and on those shows and that colour coming in. It's just so in detail. Yeah, it's just, I just, it's it's just like you say, the attention to detail is so crazy. And I think a lot of the time we didn't know what to expect. Like this show was hyped for ages and we didn't know what to expect because it was the first TV show. And I think it's quite reassuring as well for the future ones which are coming out because they've got Loki and then they've got a new Captain America spinoff. I can't wait for that Loki one. (laughs) I know. So And so many famous like British actors and stuff like that in it as well. And it's just, it's going to be so good. Mm. We're hyped. And it's, it feels like I'm getting my subscriptions worth now for Disney Plus because I think that was the main reason everyone subscribed back last year because we were told these TV shows were coming. We just didn't know when. Yeah. They've just announced as well that they're bringing, was it a thing called like Star over to Disney Plus next month? Yeah. Oh, that's like going to be so good. Family oh, Guy, God. Devil Wears, Wears Prada, uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, like all these things are coming over. Um, well, they're obviously the things that have appealed to me from that list, but there's so many things... <laughs> And it so finally does look like, for me as a non-Star Wars and a non-Marvel person, um, you know, I'm just here for the Disney princesses, really. <laughs> um, f- finally something, I'm like, oh, I can actually start using Disney Plus now. It's going yeah, up, it though, is. isn't it? The yeah, I think by about two one or two pounds. Yeah. Yeah. Robbery. Oh. Robbery, that's it. Don't want it. <laughs> Get all that on Prime. <laughs> It, it does it does worry me what's going to happen with Amazon and Netflix because presumably so many shows are going to come off because I'm thinking of like Handmaid's Tale and um, oh you know like those sorts of HBO shows which are on Amazon at the moment and some of them are on Netflix so presumably they're just going to be removed and if so like there's going to be so much non-Netflix original stuff just is going to go. It makes me sad a bit because obviously the idea of streaming was that okay people won't torrent this or pirate this anymore because Mm. it's all you know you can pay a monthly fee you can watch all these shows you can watch these films and that's all great but now you have to pay for about 10 different streaming platforms Mm. and it's like well people are going to start going down that rabbit hole again yeah and netflix's price has gone up as well so again that's putting more people off subscribing because of that it's just because I know we had that debate whether to keep on Disney Plus so we could get Star when that comes out or whether to, do you know, get rid of Netflix because because of the price, because yeah. it is getting expensive. And I think Netflix now, if you've got the most premium subscription, it's more than the license fee, which is crazy in a way. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's mm. Bonkers. Absolutely bonkers. Um, my, so me and Luke had a little a little chat before the podcast yes, and exactly. I think I think we're in sync with what Luke's number two show is that would be so hilarious if, if you both <laughs> could you imagine different ones <laughs> oh literally I, 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 I'm 99.9% sure we're in sync okay so I'm gonna, I, I, I think we are okay so it's it's three words and it's done by the yes. creator of Doctor Who yes perfect we are on the same page <laughs> <laughs> well, it is. It's a sin, and it is oh so good. What oh is it? Sorry, it's... Did, did you want to explain it? <laughs> I, can, I, can, I can. I can definitely try to. It's um. So as so I guess as Luke said, written by Russell T Davies and he, just phenomenal. Um, and it's set in 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 the eighties. Um, and it finishes up in the early nineties. Um, in London. And it's essentially around, like, the AIDS crisis, I guess, of the 80s, of where, you know, it kind of starts off with being like, oh, gosh, there's this virus that's killing loads of boys and and, and gay men in in the US. And then, obviously, over here as well. 
um, and how it's basically affected people and how people, how awful it was, obviously, and it being pretty much almost like a death sentence, um, how awful people were treated, like people being like locked in hospitals. Um, oh my God, it's just so, it's so good, but it's so, so sad. Yeah, um, and I'm I'm emotionally stunted, and I was blubbing up. <laughs> so it, it's pretty, it's pretty strong stuff. Yeah, it's it's it. it I, I was very lost for words about how to describe it because it is just so perfect in so many ways, and I think because it's so authentic in terms of like you know history and stuff like that because like, it's, it's stuff that's not really discussed or you know what we're all aware of anyway um, unless we lived through it like and it's it's so eerie about how many things happened in the 80s and 90s about how many things we're experiencing now we're just you know like people just being locked up in a room and not knowing why and um so many other topics like the fact that you know everyone was quite well homophobic when it came uh, came like in people's eyes because they just called it a gay virus and then it's kind of like that sort of like stigma and that sort of um part of finding out what it actually was is so eerily similar to what we're experiencing now so it's kind of like come out at a really good time if that's the right way to describe it <laughs> an apt um, time yeah like it's I, I i can't rave enough it's just, it's just done such in a light-hearted way but at the same time it's so serious and you're so interested because by the end of it i was frantically googling online at like 1am in the morning because i ended up binging it in one night you know googling about how much i didn't know about aids it was just yeah it's, it's just so thought-provoking when you <laughs> it's yeah no it's it's i think i think as well it kind of makes me realize like I guess maybe as being, you know, part, you know, being gay man myself, like kind of like, oh my gosh, like I can't imagine being in that mm. position. Like, like, especially now when you think of the fact, you know, there's medicines that you can take to prevent things like HIV. Um, obviously, if you have effective treatment now, you can just live a completely normal life and can't pass it on. Um, it, and obviously when you go back, you're like, oh my gosh, like we're, you know, like an entire generation of people are, dead yeah. who <laughs> should be here it's yeah it's just it's so sad so 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 sad yeah and it, I, I didn't realize until after watching it that it's actually based off a partially true story which didn't didn't know so the Gosh. i can't think of what the girl's called off the top of my head but the the female one of the main female characters um the actress who plays her mum is the actual I woman know. who lived through jill. what the story's based on yeah yeah that's it jill yes 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 which That's I couldn't, crazy. I, I couldn't believe. So even a more of a sense of realism, you know, ignoring the whole history aspect, mm. that you know, it was what people actually live through, and it's actually a story what someone lived through. It's just, yeah, it's crazy. But, but yeah, yeah, if there's one th- one thing you watch, Rachel or anyone listening, you you must watch. It's a sin on on Channel Four. Yeah. I think it's coming on to HBO if you're listening to us from the US in February. Yeah, huh. just as 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 horrible as it sounds and how saddening it is, just watch it because. Mm. It's, it's so good I'm, and it's, I, it's I don't go for it <laughs> I know no I was just going to say like it's quite don't let the sad like bad aspect of it put you off because it is very like hearted and it's very comical mm. as well yeah no a thousand percent what I love is that it was filmed in Manchester and where like the actual pink palace is which is where they live um that is literally near Piccadilly Gardens so I'm going to go on a pilgrimage and find that I think <laughs> that is my weekend plan get a photo outside of there I imagine it's going to be everybody's plan now but like <laughs> um, that that's yeah 
I, it's, it's a must watch. And the soundtrack as well, just top of my head, like the soundtrack's so good. Just all the 80s and 90s music they do and you have mm. like a little uh, reminiscent time listening to it all because that's all I've been listening to at the moment on Spotify is their playlist for it. <laughs> cool. So good. I'll have to check yeah. that out. Please do. So mm. good. So, mind you, on, on a slightly... Compl- I mean, this the, the other thing I've been watching is a, on a completely different note. Um, the final season of The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Um, oh my good lord. I'm... G- flabbergasted by the ending of it but one of the really cool things is they actually had a whole episode where she ends up in a parallel universe and they have the uh, the aunties from the uh, um, original sitcom oh. in that universe oh. and, they had, and they had like a laugh track she was like doing stuff <laughs> and they even had a talk and they had a talking cat as well and it was it was so it was uh, such a nice throwback and so nice to like see that um so i i took a lot of joy watching i'm obviously sad it's finished and gutted by the ending but um it was so funny oh okay i still so haven't recommend watched that any of that so it's very gory yeah, it's I not like giggles and that. laugh tracks i couldn't it's, get into um, it i watched the first episode mind you this was a long time ago when it came out but i just i don't know whether it is because i had that mentality of oh it's going to be similar to riverdale and i've given up with riverdale oh uh, my god giving i think up. i th- I, th- I, <laughs> I think their plan is set in the same universe as riverdale and i think they had originally planned to like have crossovers thank god they didn't yeah um like... but like they reference riverdale and they say oh, oh they're, they're down at riverdale high school and they briefly go to riverdale in one episode um but yeah get the mentality out of the head as well that, that it's a sitcom it's it's just really it's very like all about like the devil mm. okay <laughs> like, they've got a very good cast on it as well like mm. if anything that would be one thing that would draw me back because you know you've got michelle gomez gavin leatherwood um i've completely lost words for the other ones now but you, you know what i mean like the cast is pretty mm. impressive which they have of it and they've stayed the entire time as well and they had the person that plays sabrina um, have, um do the ad campaign for the sims 4 realm of magic so oh, yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> what have you been watching rachel um well i haven't watched anything particularly special i've just carried on with series that i was watching before so i'm on season 11 of Grey's anatomy now I'm on season six of Seinfeld, which is really funny. And I've started watching The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, <laughs> which oh I actually, I, I, I'd never, ever wanted to watch it. It's never appealed to me. But I started watching it because I'd seen somewhere that Denise Richards is in it somewhere along the line. I thought, oh, I might, I might watch it. That might be interesting. And it's actually really good. And, but some of the people, they had this woman on, I mean, I'm obsessed with it because it's my life now in quarantine, but <laughs> she, the, they have this like dinner party and there's this woman who, have you ever watched the show Medium? No. No, me neither. But it was based on her. It was, there's a book about her. She's like a psychic to the, to like for police people to find murderers and stuff and she was the most ridiculous person i'd have to send you clips because she's just ridiculous but out of context it might not make any sense um but yeah if you like a bit of brain in the bucket trash it's very good and very easy to watch very easy to stick on brain in the bucket trash rather than a mac trash yeah it's like watchable like trash (laughs) (laughs) 
it's, <laughs> and it's all on Netflix. So, um, you know, if you want to make the most of your subscription, <laughs> yeah, uh, watch that. But yeah, I haven't. I've I've just got um, just going on to what have you been up to, which is our next um, feature. <laughs> I actually got the Oculus Quest, so I've been playing that more than watching anything. Um, that oh, actually, it? it actually has Netflix on it, but I haven't tried it yet. Where you like sit in oh, a room. It, oh, that's bizarre. It has blown my mind. I don't understand it. You put it on <laughs> and you have your things in your hands. And the bit that blew my mind was, I was like, okay, setting it up, sitting on the couch. Then it says, go stand in where you want to stand, um, where the space is. So you go stand, put it back on. And then suddenly... You can see your room. Now, I wasn't expecting that. So it must have a little camera on the front and everything's black and white except the little lasers coming out of your hands. And it says, draw your safe area on the floor. So you have to draw it around the floor and then it creates a wall around you. And then it goes back into virtual reality. So you're just in a home um, and you can have your screens up with Netflix on, you can play a game, like just in this world. It really blew my mind. And Beat Saber, that's the only game I've got <laughs> so far. It's so good. And it makes you absolute sweaty mess. It's the best, like, COVID exercise routine anyone could have. Everyone should get one. <laughs> I've played Beat Saber once. In the, I've, I've played that once in the past. It's, it was quite fun. I think the only thing that I found very odd about the VR thing was... If maybe because I was in like a room with friends, but because you couldn't see anybody around you, I was getting like very paranoid yeah. on where I am. But then, like, what are people doing around me? Like, <laughs> I, I found that I, I wasn't too keen on that thing. And we had one at um, somewhere where I worked in the past when I was working in London. Um, and I remember there was this like space VR thing, and I was like this astronaut climbing, and then I was suddenly falling. But obviously, my brain thinks, "Oh my god, you are falling," <laughs> and I was just. My br- I couldn't. My I just felt horrendous. I just felt like I was spinning through space. Like like my body was trying to like behave like it was falling, and obviously it, I wasn't. Yeah. So it's very very weird when it can't work out what's going on. It is a strange thing. It's kind of a like when I was setting it up, I got motion sickness because I do get it quite easily. But in Beat Saber, I haven't had it, but I do get a little bit dizzy when I come off it. And mm. But it also has meditations on there, which I think will be absolutely beautiful. Like you can just go and sit on a beach and it'll calm you down. And I just think like with that and having like it's got Amazon Prime and Netflix and YouTube VR, you can literally immerse yourself away from where you are, which is quite a nice thing right now. Oh, no, absolutely. As if I didn't. Well, that's quite cool that it has all that. I didn't realise that. Yeah, Yeah. I have no clue. Yeah, so what have you... Oh, sorry. I was just going to say, what have you guys been doing? Well, what have I been doing? (laughs) What haven't (laughs) you been doing? Yeah. (laughs) Existing. (laughs) Oh, literally. It does sort of feel like that. You look back on your life in the last few weeks and you're like, what what have I actually done? (laughs) Look back Um, on my (laughs) life. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It does feel like that. It does feel like that. Um, Oh, my word. But yeah, besides actually... Yeah. <laughs> Besides, actually, uh, yeah, I was actually debating whether to get a VR headset because I think the, quite a lot of them had piped up over Christmas, like quite cheap. So 
I'm thank you for that that uh, recommendation slash review because I will probably look into it a bit more because I was a bit worried about do you know what I mean like paying for it and then it actually being like a gimmick and then I was not worried using as, it as well. much yeah we were worried and went, and then we kind of just bit the bullet and thought let's just get it and then now I've played Beat Saber I know that I'll get money's worth from that seeing what else is on it and how exactly it works and yeah. there's it's just it's definitely worth it hundred percent oh next time i'll be on the podcast i'll be like okay right i'm addicted to vr there we go <laughs> one year later beat saber battles oh don't tempt me don't say that because i thought you and phantom were chatting about it as well and i was like oh yeah. no and i'm not mentioning it until i get it. better <laughs> i'm <Yeah>. not gonna <laughs> i'll let her oh, come to me <laughs> um but yeah what have i been well pretty much boring side of th- life i've been up to just uni deadlines to my neck but thankfully they're all over but besides that it's been lego and tiktok pretty oh, much lego um, what lego have you got TikTok. so i i well splashed out and brought one of those i don't know if you've seen them. they're like massive like art sets where you get like um i'm not sure how big they are like size wise but they're like a massive uh, nine by nine um brick layout and you do like kind of like mosaics with it but i got a star wars one so you can either make darth vader kylo ren or darth maul and Ooh. literally i it, they, i must admit they are quite a bit of money and i thought well i've got some christmas money i'll treat myself covid whatever and then <laughs> um, abroad. yeah and it was it was so worth the money i loved it only annoying thing is obviously you can only make one of the like mosaic sort of models and then you've got to destroy it to make the other one um but yeah i couldn't rave enough about these lego art sets they are so good and they do like disney ones they do harry potter ones they do lots of others but then that got me into doing um what they call diamond painting and it's like these little like <laughs> rhinestones and you put them on like a big sheet of fabric and you oh make like, collage God. things out of them and i've got a stitch and a baby yoda one so it's like a really cute little picture and i've been doing that as like a cheaper alternative of doing like lego art sets oh now i want to do that <laughs> i yeah. really want to do it they i have a look on amazon they are really really cheap not spawn but like they okay. are really cheap and they are you know you get your money's worth they, they are you know you question the authenticity of them but then once you get it you're like actually no this is legit like my sister's got one my mum's got one now because they've all seen me do it and they want one now. so uh, it's nice we can have like a wall full of <laughs> diamond painting <laughs> art if we're not careful i know when eventually when it comes to having people around your house again they're just gonna be like what the hell have you been doing <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> listening <Literally>. hallways <laughs> of like tacky pictures like <laughs> literally oh oh it's no put that thought onto my head jeez um but yeah besides that it's just been tiktok i've really got into surveillance family drama account on tiktok and it's <laughs> <What>? so funny <laughs> so i accidentally came across it the other day and as when i do. say the other day when as i say the other day i mean like a week ago and somehow it recommended to me you know how weird tiktok is and how it suggests yeah. things you're thinking of before you even think of them yeah and yeah. um basically it's an, an account what recreates like eastenders-esque drama scenes but with civilian families and then they'll have like <gasps> a really random music track playing behind so, so like, you get like you ain't my mother <laughs> yeah like that sort of oh, yeah! so funny <laughs> I'll have to like after the podcast I'll have to send you loads because literally I was wetting myself laughing like there's ones where it's like um obviously driver's license uh, that song is crazy at the moment so they've got ones and it's like these surveilling family characters having arguments and then one of them just comes in with a car and runs everyone over and it's stuff like that where it's it's not funny but it is because of like the ambiguous like music playing behind it and stuff like this I like there's ones where they're like all at a funeral and then a surveilling family member just like chuck a toilet 
and then they'll have this dramatic music and then it just cut out. It's just, it's <laughs> stupid TikToks, but I just find it so funny. Oh, this is what it's come to. You'll probably painting and watching Sylvanian TikToks. <laughs> this sounds life-changing. Are you okay? Like, <laughs> is this I, a cry for know. help? You okay, Ham? <laughs> <laughs> PM me. Oh, literally. <laughs> Too many like, snakes listening. It's, it's 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 unhealthy the amount of surveilling family TikToks I've been watching. I'm um, then it turned into my mum going, "Why don't you get your sisters down from the loft and start making them yourself?" I was like, "Don't put that thought into my mind, please." I'll make Sims dramas out of surveilling families. Oh, I'd, oh my I'd, god, we should do that. 100%. Like, like you just have hit a gold mine there. Quick, cut this out of the podcast. Yeah, I know. Quick. <laughs> <laughs> Copyright. <laughs> Calling it now. Um, oh my word. Now that is that's not the content I've been getting on my. I mean, I think I'm. Just, what I find great about TikTok is it took me about. Well, it didn't take. It, t- it took me twenty years to accept I was gay. It literally found out I was in seconds. It <laughs> seconds to categorise me. <laughs> Crazy oh how much it knows you more than anyone else. It, it you know all it's got to know is a few of your things you like and it knows everything about you oh now i feel really sad like that means that i just am really interested in amazon pink amazon products and pretty girls dancing (laughs) (laughs) all i get is like gay tiktok that's all i'm getting like all day long and like obviously luke's got a sylvanian family (laughs) coming through to you Mind you saying that though, I went. It went through a phase over Christmas of just showing me people dressed up as the Mandalorian, doing like dances and like reenacting vines and stuff like that. So it's it's along the weird, crazy wavelength of whatever's going on in my mind. Put it that way. Yeah, I do get like some of those where it's like, if you're watching this, you must be over like whatever age. Well, now it starts saying you must be under twenty. I think okay, I'm starting to like you now. You used to be accurate. Now you're telling me I'm younger than I am. So, yeah, I like it. Oh, my God, I love that. <laughs> I like how you go on TikTok and it just makes you laugh within, like, five um, minutes. It's, it's good for that. Yeah. It's so bad, though. I don't, like, since downloading it in the first lockdown, before I go to bed every night, I must spend, like, two hours on it. Oh, my God. <laughs> Literally, it's like a nighttime routine. I'm like, right, get TikTok open. Then I'm there like, oh, my God, it's 1 a.m. Like... <laughs> Oh no, I have to be up in like six hours. I do the exact same. I've had to put a timer on my TikTok. Actually, I think I did Aww. like the last time I was on the podcast and we spoke about TikToks. I think I mentioned it then, but like I've extended my timer to 45 minutes now. So I treat myself <laughs> to that on the evening and then I'm not allowed minutes. on it for the rest of the day. <laughs> like, oh, that's no, I, I, no. I, 45 I minutes? That's longer <laughs> than watching a TV show. I know, but like I was looking Lucky back and it was like I was spending 11 hours a week on TikTok. And oh. I was like, oh my gosh. I, I wonder how many hours I'm spending on this. I have to, hang on. Oh, I have wow. to take a look at this. It's actually, my phone usage has actually gone down supposedly according to screen time. But I think it's lying to me. <laughs> um, screen time, let's have a look. We're going to all expose um, our time on TikTok now. Activity <laughs> this week. Oh, that's not too bad. That's no, it's not bad. Oh, okay, last week, not so great. Um, so far this week, so I've still got a few days left. I've spent almost five hours on TikTok. Um, last week, it was eight and a half hours. What? Oh, my gosh. The week before that, it was ten hours. <gasps> oh. Do you know how long I've on spent TikTok? on it? Nine minutes. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, Twitter so there, four hours. What was I doing? Five hours on Tinder. What have I been doing on Tinder? Twitter. <laughs> 
Like, oh, yeah. Tinder? Oh, you've... Oh, okay, oh. I thought you said that. Oh, nice. sorry. Oh, <laughs> What's going how on? Long on? How long on Tinder, Daniel? Oh. Good Lord. I've been oh, learning gosh. Spanish on Duolingo. Oh, that's cool. Oh, yeah. oh is, that the, is that with the evil owl? See. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. The, the accent could have fooled me. <laughs> Can you do Spanish with, like, a Yorkshire accent? You can, because I was recording a, a video that I can't talk about what it was today, and there was some, it wasn't Spanish, I think it was like French, but I was like recording the names of the items, and Ryan just burst it laughing. I was like, what are you laughing at? He's like, he went, all right, Del Boy, because I just said it, like, I was just like, whatever, bonjour, <laughs> whatever it was, but <laughs> no effort to, to pronounce it. <laughs> love it it's just that i just find it so unnatural to actually say it in a in the accent but on duolingo it makes you say things back to it and if you don't say it in the right accent there's some words where you have to do that weird click thing it's just so embarrassing like do you really have to do that in spain do you have to like go before you say a word <laughs> or is got, it got, got just <laughs> I don't know, you'll find out next time you go. You'll be going around going like... Hello! <laughs> oh my God. Maybe if, if anyone speaks Spanish, please do let us know. You can leave a voice message and send it into the podcast. Yeah, send us your clicky voice message. <laughs> Teach me. Oh my word. Please We're losing help. it. We're losing it. <laughs> But yeah, from this. Lo- that's lots of lockdown activities to do that aren't the Sims. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or while you're waiting for your Sims to finish staring at nothing, why don't you make a diamond painting? <laughs> but oh, yeah, dear. hopefully. I mean, Sims 4, who knows what's coming up? I, I don't know. We're going to get a pack a month. What What's the normal schedule? Damn, you're good with stuff like this. What What should we expect? Oh, uh, Dan's cut out. <laughs> oh, no. he's. Okay, so what do you know, Luke? Like, what? Um, <laughs> um, I don't know no. how long... Because it seems to me we get something every month, but it can't be like that. Because I don't know if we're due a game pack or an expansion my my brain goes totally blank because i don't even know what we've had like last no star wars was like not too long ago have we ever had anything since star wars i don't think so but they usually no like one snowy of those... escape oh hi oh, dan gosh, yeah. hello <laughs> oh i can't hear anybody oh, no. yeah we've had we've had snowy escape and that was an expansion. And then we've Completely got this forgot. stuff, so maybe it's a game pack. Yeah, hopefully they'll upload one of those, like, what's it, the images that say what we're expecting each month. And hopefully we'll have an indication. Uh, and when they do their quarterly thing, they might give us a bit of a roadmap. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Daniel, are you there? I am here. Hey! hey. <laughs> did you keep the podcast going? We did. I, mean, I fumbled. Great. I fumbled through. <laughs> I love- that's even i don't have to do any editing this is great that's what i was thinking but uh yeah (laughs) listen to it back it was awful (laughs) 
<laughs> I, was say, I, 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 I have a confession. My audio also cut out halfway in between, but I. Oh, I wondered why no one was answering. I'm like, what? What's happening? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so if there's, if there's a moment where people are like, are these people like okay? Like, what's happened? <laughs> this is why. Yeah, that's so it's, weird. Blame Siri. I I like touched it with the back of my hand when moving my mouse, and then everything. You know how when you press Siri, everything just cuts out whatever you're doing on your screen. It did that and. It cut out the audio, so... I will not Apologies. hear a bad word about Siri on this podcast. How dare you? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we, don't, we can speak ill of anything, but not Siri. Not <laughs> Before Rachel starts a fight, I think we need to wind this down because it's going to get violent. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm going to go look at diamond painting things on Amazon. <laughs> I found one. It's quite impressive. What's it of? Um, it's well, it's it's Mickey and Minnie in a boat in front of the castle, but it doesn't say any of that in the description. So I don't know oh. if that's what's actually going to come. Mind you, completely <laughs> off topic, but my sister brought one. What was of Mario? But instead of Mario, it said Mary. So <laughs> I don't know whether they do that to be like not infringe copyright, but yeah, there we go. <laughs> So we, we call it Mario now because <laughs> she's got Mario painting. That's what she's doing. Oh, I love that. I lo- oh my gosh. Yeah, this one's stunning. I'll send you it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Stay tuned for developments on that. We'll come back next month with our, our diamond painting <laughs> updates on Twitter. Oh, yeah. Please do. <laughs> well, I'm a German now rebranded to Diamond Painting Podcast. <laughs> Anywho. <laughs> Yes, it's been wonderful to have you on the podcast, it's been Luke. So good. Yeah, thank you for having me. It's been nice to talk to people as well and not oh. go insane on my own. Humans. <laughs> <laughs> I've been able to talk about civilian families and diamond painting to someone at least. Yay! <laughs> Yay! <laughs> you clearly needed it. <laughs> yeah, thanks. <laughs> Well, we're glad that you came back. We'll have to make sure it's not as long next time. Um, and obviously, if people, if you're listening to this still and you've made it this far, well done to you, because I think this is a contender for one of our longest episodes. Yeah. Um, obviously, beyond having like an interview or something on here. So this is phenomenal. It's, it's, yeah. it's been great, though. My apologies. <laughs> oh, no, don't How dare you? It's been incredible. <laughs> but thank you so much for tuning in and if you haven't already make sure you subscribe on your favorite podcast app because that makes us very happy and we will of course see you next time